0: Hey, it's Jason. This week we're sharing podcast space with our friends at CityCast Denver, the only daily news podcast in Denver. Check out this episode about the iconic Lakewood restaurant Casa Bonita, which is a place I have personally frequented since I was a wee lad. Casa Bonita is getting a new lease on life thanks to the creators of South Park. CityCast Denver takes us inside the waterfall, so to speak. I can practically smell the chlorine, and refried bean aroma. For more on CityCast Denver, go to denver.citycast.fm and subscribe to their newsletter. You can also find them on all of your favorite podcast outlets.
1: Today on CityCast Denver. Welcome to Casa Bonita. My name is
0: Jason. I'm one of the cliff divers here.
1: Last week, my producer Paul and I made our way out to Lakewood for one of the free tours they've been running.
0: And uh, feel free to take as many pictures as you guys would like today. We do have a couple rules on the tour. Uh, Please don't get separated.
1: It was a couple of days after South Park creators Matt Stone and Trey Parker announced they had signed a contract to buy Casa Bonita, and they said they wanted to make some changes.
0: uh, You guys are going to get some dives in today, which is pretty exciting.
1: They seemed like ideal buyers back when a South Park takeover felt like a pipe dream. But now that it's real, I'm starting to get worried. What should they change? What should they never touch? What should they take out in the back alley and torch? And the main rule
0: is the rule number one, make sure you're having fun at all points in time.
1: So what is it really that makes Casa Bonita fun? Today is Wednesday, October 6th, 2021. I'm Bree Davies and this is CityCast Denver. Well, David Thomas, welcome to CityCast Denver. Hey, great to be here. So when I was introduced to you, uh, I met you as the professor of fun. What exactly does that title mean?
2: <laughs> it means exactly what you think. Um <laughs> I'm a I'm a professor. It's I, it's it's a, a part time thing for me. I work full time at DU in administration, but at the University of Colorado Denver, I'm a professor of architecture. Um, I teach about one class a year, but my area of research is fun, and um, you know I look at a lot of different parts of fun. But um, you know the architecture of fun is really one of the things that's most interesting to me. So when I say I'm the professor of fun, I just mean I'm that guy that writes, teaches, and thinks about fun.
1: So do you have like a theoretical framework or a theory of what makes a place fun or? Yeah, you bet. Now,
2: now I got to tell you that, you know, as, as an academic, we love nothing more than creating theoretical frameworks. I mean, that's just fun to do.
1: David says there are three preconditions that must exist for something to be fun. Number one, set outsidedness.
2: And this is easy to understand that, you know, games and play is always set outside from ordinary life. It's kind of like we say we don't like people playing at work.
1: Number two, ludic forms.
2: A a ludic form is just, it's the structures that we recognize socially or culturally that invite play. So, um, you know, it could be the rules of a game. It could be the board game, the board, the pieces, the dice. Um, It could be the playing field.
1: And number three, ambiguity.
2: It's the idea that when you're at play, meaning is also at play, and so you kind of have to build and negotiate your own meaning and and it just kind of says what does a slide mean? it means whatever you you want I mean a slide's ambiguous it doesn't tell you what to do with it. You can go up the stairs, you can go down the stairs, you can go up this the slide down the slide and anything i I've been working on this for a long time, anything you can think of that people would call fun, I can fit into that framework, and I think that. The 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 big thing, and this is the last big academic thing I'll drop on you, is that um, we have been rehearsed in our culture to think of aesthetics as beauty, and beauty is this thing that's received from up above. And you know, if you're educated, you can understand the beauty of it. and And even art galleries tend to be built on the spine of these beautiful objects that you're supposed to absorb. Play is a sister aesthetic, but it's the other side. Fun is a sister aesthetic to beauty, and it says, "Hey, what is this crazy?" thing come inside help make meaning out of it this isn't regular life this isn't black and white this is you know this is the world where you can come up with stuff and so hey why is Willy Wonka one of the patron saints of play because he's the world of pure imagination right you make meaning it's not it's not given to you it's not beauty it's it's fantasy so um there you go you just got an entire college course in about five minutes so I know it's windy but there's a lot there
1: and the, so the reason I'm setting this all up with having you explain this this philosophy and framework around fun is we're going to talk about Casa Bonita. Yes. So the South Park guys are buying Casa Bonita, we've learned recently. And I, for one, I know other people may have this worry that they may change some things within it. Um And I wonder if that will impact the design of what it makes it fun. And so you and I went on this tour last week and I learned a lot from the tour as well as from you that how Casa Bonita is designed to be designed to be fun. So it's not like I was thinking about other things that people would think it was similar to like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just a building with fun stuff in it. Let's talk about the design of Casa Bonita. What makes it fun?
2: Yeah, boy, that's such an interesting, exciting, and wonderful question. But let me let me take it back to you real quick because I think this is an easy way to think about it. When you think about Casa Bonita, what's the first thing that comes to mind?
1: Oh, the waterfall probably.
2: The, the waterfall, right, right. So So let's start with the waterfall, right? Now, I always joke with my architecture students, if you want to make a building fun, just put water in it. Because the history of architecture <laughs> in a certain sense – is a system that keeps water on the outside, right? I mean that's what buildings really – they they serve several purposes. But keeping water out is big. And any architect or engineer or or developer is going to tell you water is the bane of architecture's existence. So just the fact that there's water in the building already is step one towards, hey, this is weird.
0: Um, as I said, that is our lovely 30-foot waterfall. We are the only Mexican restaurant in the world that happens to have an indoor cliff diving show. As you can see, the falls over on the right, that one is made for the look, to nice sheen wave. And the one on the left actually has a special utility, it's about twice the flow. Um, and that uh, waterfall on the left is actually made to break the surface tension of the water, believe it or not, just in case you belly flop or if you're coming way from the top.
2: Now, okay, we've all been to the Hilton. We've all seen fountains and waterfalls inside. But when you think about the Casa Bonita waterfall, it's almost as if, in that make-believe world, they built the building around the waterfall. I mean, there's just no way around it. It doesn't feel like a fountain. It feels like somehow there was this waterfall in Lakewood, and then they built this building around it. So... From a, from a just almost like a psychological perspective, I think the waterfall is super important to the Casa Bonita fun because everything else spins around the idea that this is impossible. This shouldn't be here. This isn't right. Why is there a waterfall in a building? Why is it? And so, so remember that ambiguity thing I was talking about? Casa Bonita triggers your meaning making constantly because it keeps playing literally playing with your expectations of what architecture, space, or a restaurant should be.
0: Landing and stuff I like that. Pool. And that is a great question, most common question we get. The pool is 14 feet deep, believe it or
1: not. It's specifically designed so you can actually do the Acapulco-style swan dive um, as well as a- Oh, one thing we were talking about on the tour is the ramps. There are like seven different levels of seating in there and you get from one to the other with ramps instead of stairs. What makes those ramps fun?
2: Most buildings, first of all, we would say are rectilinear, right? I mean, they're right angles. Everything's pretty square. I mean, there's exceptions to that, especially as you get into kind of artsy architecture. But for the most part, our experience of buildings are... Everything's pretty square. And if you want to go from one level to the other, you take an elevator, an escalator, or stairs. So Casa Bonita's ramps, first of all, replace stairs. I mean, I think there's only a couple of legitimate staircases in Casa Bonita. Um, but let's also think about those ramps. I don't think there's a straight line in Casa Bonita. I mean, you know, I'm probably exaggerating, but those ramps wander and meander. And boy, doesn't that just evoke this sense of discovery and exploration? And I would say again, This is a playful concept, exploration and discovery. It's like if you could see everything in Casa Bonita, like it was just all laid out like a a flea market – that would be a lot less fun than the way it's structured where it's layered and, and there's these ramps that curve and you can't ever see anything really directly from one place. So it invites your mind and your body to follow the trails, to see where they go. You're like you almost start telling your own story about where you are, or what you're doing.
0: Well, all righty, folks, welcome on into our lovely pink plaza. Um, it's uh, otherwise known as the Governor's Ballroom. That's the official name of it. Not only is it the prettiest room in Casa Benita, it is also the most acoustic room in Casa Benita as well. Um, what I like to do just to test out the special acoustics of this room is I count uno, dos, tres, and on tres, everybody gives me their very best. Yeah! You think you guys can do it? Yeah. All right, I believe in you. You guys ready? Uno, dos. Congratulations, you guys are officially famous. You are allowed to buy the sheriff badges from the gift shop now. And it's
2: just a blast. I mean, you kind of almost wish that you could just run around in there with your friends and play like Nerf darts or or hide and go seek or, you know, it's like, I mean, I know that people think about this because the space itself is filled with these Ludic forms and it's set outside from ordinary life and it's ambiguous. And so it invites you to think about how much fun it would be to play in there. So the ramps are
1: great. Yeah, and I think that it doesn't get the respect it deserves in that sense and that it's this really intricately designed space for you to have an experience that you almost don't even know that you're having. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard it's it's something you're touching on something that I find hard to explain to folks who've maybe never been there or are not allowing themselves to have fun.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, you, you've really nailed it, which is it's so well done that people can miss it. Yes. But they don't miss it. And like, let's, so we got to talk about the food, right?
1: Yes. <laughs> that's kind of what I was getting to was like, that's the thing that people complain about. But there's this other thing that 's going on,
2: yeah, so you know when, when I talk to people, I always say like you know name another restaurant that 's been around for almost fifty years, that the first thing you say about it is the food 's terrible, <laughs> so what is the food operating The, the, the food is this challenge because because Casa Bonita is remarkable, it has transcended its own cuisine. Yes. But because people think of the food as terrible, it triggers irony, right? This is that hipster mm. irony that we're so familiar with, which is just like it's cool to like Casa Bonita in spite of the food. But I think that that's actually completely backwards in the worst way of a kind of hipster philosophy, which is instead of saying it's cool to like Casa Bonita because the food's bad, it's to say Casa Bonita is remarkable in spite of the food. And in fact, to the degree that it doesn't matter if Parker and Stone buy Casa Bonita and improve the food, it won't make Casa Bonita better. Cassidy doesn't need better food. I'm not saying it would be bad with better food. I'm not saying it wouldn't be more fun with a a better bar. But I'm saying it wouldn't change what you're talking about, which is that – what I think of as this impossibility machine that brings you into an impossible place, asks you to tell your own stories and supports it at every turn so that when you leave, the last thing you think about is the food. In fact, I think most people are like, that was actually more fun than I thought it would be
0: usually red flags are a bad thing right folks but at casa bonita they're a good thing if you want more sopapillas more drinks more food and stuff like that we got our lovely red flags on the table you raise one of those and the server will be over to you quickly
1: something else that i want to talk about because we're talking about the food is this line at the beginning like you wait in a line to get into casa bonita which i always thought of as like this cafeteria experience sort of but when we were there on this tour um I think you made the point that it's like a it's like a ride queue. Can you talk about what the what role does this line play in like creating the f- the fun?
2: Well, I mean, I think the line for Casamanita really starts in the parking lot, right? Cuz there's this giant pink building which is just so out of place, you know. It's, <laughs> you know, when I talk about, you know, this this ludic form as an invitation to play, what could be more of an invitation to play than hey, I'm this giant building stuck in a mall? And you go through these big heavy doors, and you can kind of get a sense there's something in front of you but you take a hard left and, and the space starts to compress. You're given lots of kind of like, hey, you're in old Mexico kind of – and then you know, I, I don't know if it's by design or by accident. But a lot of times you're just waiting in line, right? And so as much as people hate lines, lines serve a purpose of creating anticipation. And if you've ever been to an amusement park like Disneyland and for some weird reason the lines are short – It's fun for a little bit, but it loses something. It's like, it's almost like when it's too easy to get the hit, it loses something. It's kind of like the gambling thing. It's like, you know, winning is fun, but, but losing makes winning more fun.
0: The line itself is modeled to be sort of photorealistic of Guadalajara, Mexico. Um, As you can tell, this line you guys usually have to be waiting quite a bit of time on, especially on the weekends. If you ever want to come in and kind of get the restaurant a little bit more to yourself, so you come in in the wintertime during the day, and uh, it's usually a little bit less crowded, goes a little bit quicker and stuff like that. So
2: I think that the Casa Bonita line works exactly like a Disneyland ride, which is It helps bring you into the place. It brings all your expectations in this really tight kind of frame where you're kind of like, by the time you get your food, you may almost be wondering why are we even here? And then you follow this curved tunnel up the ramp and then it opens up and it is like the curtain comes back and all of a sudden, you're excited. You're it's like, crazy. wow.
0: Welcome into Casa Bonita, folks. The very best uh, palm trees in all of Colfax. And the only 30-foot waterfall in all of Colfax as well. Pretty good spot.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And then learning on a tour that it was an old Jocelyn's, which was an old department store. I'm like, um, how? How? Like, this is almost like a portal, like you were saying. Like... It feels like they built around a waterfall and it's almost like this yeah you're in a you're in another world.
2: Well and you you and not like you feel like you're in another world, you are in another world. For that for that visit you have left the planet.
1: David Thomas, thank you so much for joining me. This has been fantastic.
2: Thanks for being interested in this. It's so much fun to talk about. <laughs>
0: So open up the floor right now if you guys got any questions. Well, so what have you heard about the possible purchase by uh, Matt Stone? I'm not allowed to discuss that at this current moment. I would There's say check of the kinds
1: of questions.
0: Yep, no, and that's a good question. Of course, I'm just not currently allowed to speak about that.
1: That was Westward editor Patty Calhoun asking about the sale. She was on the tour too, and she's got her take on the Why Casa Bonita is Fun question in Westward this week. So go grab a copy. And here's what else is happening in Denver today. The battle to get Coloradans vaccinated continues. The Colorado Sun reports that in late August, Governor Polis enacted an emergency rule that would require all healthcare workers to get the COVID vaccine by September 30th or face termination. That deadline passed last week and state officials are now recommending the mandate be weakened to accommodate more vaccine exemption requests from some workers. This comes as healthcare is already seeing staffing shortages, particularly in rural areas of Colorado where vaccine hesitancy is higher and cases are rising. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us, rate the show wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye! What should they never touch? <laughs> I said that's so creepy. I'm sorry. <laughs> what should they never touch? Gross. Okay. <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs>